Welcome to another episode of Pilates Elephants. I'm Raphael Bender. Today, I want to talk about unlimited memberships for your Pilates sessions. Uh, I've offered these in the past at my studios, and uh, I know a few of you out there are offering unlimited memberships, and uh, if you're considering opening a studio, this is a word to the wise, don't offer unlimited memberships. Here's why. So first, I'm going to share with you my experience of offering unlimited memberships, why I don't think they're a good plan ever for a Pilates studio uh, to offer, and uh, what to do instead, and how to manage your existing clients who are on unlimited memberships if you've already uh, you know, opened that gate. All right, so unlimited memberships are essentially where you have some kind of you know weekly or monthly payment schedule for your clients where you automatically charge them you know every seven days, 14 days, 28 days, whatever it might be. And then they can come to as many sessions as they want each week. So that's an unlimited membership. Now it's super tempting to offer these at the beginning when you first open your business. Uh, and I've done, I did that. Uh, and, um, the reason it's super tempting is because when you first open your studio, you have this great, big, beautiful, empty studio, and you've got all of these reformers or all of these mats or all of these you know towers or whatever, and they're just sitting there idle and empty, and you're trying to convince people to come join your sessions. And you think, all right, well, I've, I've got all of this capacity, and I've got zero clients, so I want to give away the capacity because that's not a scarce resource in exchange for getting clients, which are a scarce resource. So that kind of makes sense in terms of supply and demand. There's a lot of supply of you know, capacity in your studio and no demand for the capacity. So you think, all right, well, I can give away unlimited memberships for you know a relatively cheap rate for people who join up at the beginning. And uh, you know, that makes it easier to get people to join up. Now, I'm not convinced it actually does make it easier for pe- to get people to join up. Um, I think that's a maybe a different discussion, but you know, be that as it may, uh, I even if it were easier, uh, I still think it's a terrible plan. Uh, and here's why: because after you have been running your business for you know, a little bit, six months, a year, uh, and your classes start to fill up, you will find that your capacity—you know, how many clients you can service in a week is a, becomes a scarce resource and that becomes the main constraint on your business at one point so you know if you have you know six reformers you can only see six clients at the same time and you know if you teach 20 classes a week well you can only teach six clients times 20 classes is 120 clients per week, right? That is your maximum, 120 client attendances. So it's not 120 clients, it's 120 client attendances per week. And so if you've got like 120 clients all coming once per week and paying you $25, well, that's great. You get 25 times 120 equals $3,000 a week. Whereas if you've got, let's say 12 clients on unlimited memberships coming 10 times a week, well, and they're paying, I don't know, $25 a week for their unlimited membership or even $50 a week, you're getting $600 per week from those clients collectively. So this is a, you know, a 5x multiple in how much you can earn or a 5x decrement 
in how much you can earn when you offer unlimited memberships. Because when you get to that stage of your business where your capacity is the main limitation, then you will face palm and gnash your teeth and tear your hair out and roll your eyes to the heavens and wail and beat the ground as you think, why, oh, why did I sell these people an unlimited membership for a bargain basement price? And you can can sometimes compound that mistake, which is what I did, by selling them a locked-in price that guaranteed never to go up. Also, because I wanted to make it easier for myself to sign people up at the start of when I owned the studio. So now you've got this sort of hardcore group of clients who I literally had a group of like a dozen or 14 people in my studio who were coming literally twice a day, five days a week each. So that each of them were coming to 20 classes, sorry, 10 classes per week each, right? So these 12 or 14 people were taking up 120 or 140 spots in my classes each week. And they were paying, I think it was like 30 dollars a week or something at the time. This was in 2007 or 2008. So, you know, do the doing the math on that, you know, we have let's say 12 people paying $30 a week is $360 a week and they're taking up 120 classes means they're paying $3 per class. $3 per class. So, if you do the math on that, put a you know, 10 people in a room on reformers, each of them's paying me $3. And uh, at the end of the week, that doesn't add up to a lot. And it's a, a massive waste of my time and a massive waste of your time. And what what you'll find is, and what I found was, that I had to turn away people who wanted to pay me $25 a class because the class was full of people who were paying me $3 a class. And that is not a good way to run a business. Now, for a long time, I actually thought of these people, these, you know, 10 or 12 people who were coming twice a day. I thought of them as my best customers. You know, they loved the classes. They loved them. And they were always happy to be there. And they were always there early and they were sociable and they, you know, gave me great feedback and gave me high fives at the end of the class. And I gave them fist bumps when they, you know, got cracked their teaser or whatever. And it was, so it was amazing, you know, amazing vibe. And I thought, oh, these are my best customers, but subsequently realized, no, those were not my best customers. They, they had some of the attributes of a great customer, but they lacked one key attribute of a great customer, which is they didn't pay me. (laughs) They didn't pay me. Well, they paid me like $3 a class. Wonderful people, very enthusiastic Pilates practitioners, uh, but not great customers because they were paying literally $3 a class. So I've, uh, I realized that, uh, yeah, one of the attributes of a great customer is they pay you a lot. That's one of the attributes of a great customer. Now you also want in a great customer, someone who you know loves your service. They're a super fan. They refer people. They're happy to be there. They're always on time. They pay their bills on time. Like you want all of those things, right? But someone who pays you like the fundamental, basis of a business relationship is there's an exchange of money for value, right? So they give you money and you give them value. And the value you give them comes in the form of, you know, improved strength, improved flexibility, all of those beautiful benefits of Pilates. And the value they give you mostly resides in 
the cash they give you. Now, they might also give you a referral or, you know, whatever, a high five, a smile and a wave every time they see you. But like, you can't live on high fives, smiles and waves. You need to pay the bills. So when you run a business, you have to make a profit. Otherwise you go out of business. And uh, so thus, you know, the primary, I would say, <laughs> criterion for considering someone a good customer is, you know, do not pass go, do not collect $200. This person must pay you enough money that you make a significant profit of on you know, giving them the service that you give. So, uh, yeah, when you start out in business, it, you've got empty classes, empty room, and you don't have enough customers and you've got all the capacity in the world, it's very tempting to, to say, hey, you can come as many times as you want, unlimited, and it's only this much per week or per month. But uh, pretty soon, if you do your job well, you that comes back to bite you because you become a victim of your own success because now you've filled up your class with people who love your services so much they're coming twice a day, chewing up all or you know, a significant portion of your capacity and you're now uh, not able to sign up new people who want to pay you a lot more because your classes are full of these super fans paying you $3 a class. So that's the case for not doing unlimited memberships. So what do you do instead? Well, what I think uh, is the best plan is to have a range of memberships based on how many times that person wants to attend per week, right? Because your capacity in your classes, like how many reformer beds you have or how many mats or, or whatever's you have in your space, that is a finite resource, right? It's not unlimited. It's a scarce resource. So the more of that resource someone uses, the more they should pay you because that is what, that is the limitation on your capacity to generate revenue within business. So, you know, this notion that we should give a bigger and bigger discount when someone comes more and more often, I think is completely mistaken. You want your people who come more often to pay you the most money of anyone who comes to your sessions. Right? Like when you look at the list of your clients and how much money they've paid you in the last six months, okay, the people at the very top of that list should be your super fans, right? They, they, your super fans, the people who love what you do and they just come all the time, they should also be the people who pay you the most money. If they're not, that's because you've designed your pricing incorrectly. You're rewarding people for being loyal customers by making them unprofitable customers. So the more loyal customers you get, the less profitable your business becomes. That's not a good way to run a business. So what you should do instead, now super fans, they love you. That's, that's what a super fan is, right? Someone who just loves what you do. They, want, they can't get enough. Those people will pay. Those people will pay because they're super fans. You know, think about the person who lines up outside the Apple store to get the new phone, you know, overnight, <laughs> because they must have the, the brand new thing, right? If the phone went, you know, on sale for a couple of hundred dollars extra, that person would still be there, right? These are people who are not price sensitive. Now, there might be one or two amongst them who are price sensitive, but that means they're not your best customers, right? So your best customers, by definition, pay you more money. All right, so here's what to do instead. Charge a per attendance membership, right? So have a uh, twice a week membership, 
a once a three times a week membership, a four times a week membership, etc. And you can go up to five or six or you know whatever number you want to go up to. Okay, I I recommend when you present this to your clients, you don't present like twenty options to them. I recommend you rep, you present no more than three total options for your client. Uh, and so, uh, because when you give someone you know, too many options, when you give people basically more than three options, uh, they become overwhelmed a lot of the time. And when people become overwhelmed, they don't buy. So I recommend you don't have like 101 different ways that people can work with you. You know, like you could do one-on-ones, you could do our intro package, you could do a five-pass, a 10-pass, a two-pass, a 20-pass, an 18-pass, a twice-a-week membership, a thrice-a-week membership, a four-times-a-week membership, an off-peak membership, a six-times-a-week membership, a reformer-only membership, a mat-only membership. Like, don't offer that. <laughs> too complicated. People will just become overwhelmed and say, oh, it's all too much. I'll think about it later. And then manana, 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 and you will definitely lose sales. So I strongly recommend that you offer no more than three options and no fewer than two options. Because if you if you offer only one option of how people can work with you, they kind of feel like shoehorned and compelled. And there's like, okay, well, you're just telling me I have to do this if I want to work with you. Uh, when you offer two or three options, people feel like they have choice. They can choose something that suits them the best, uh, but they don't become overwhelmed because there's not too many choices. So uh, depending on your studio, obviously, whether you, you know, do, uh, you know, group classes or like 10 people in a room or four people in a room or 30 people in a room or have three different spaces in your studio where you offer different classes or whatever, uh, you know, your the specific options that you offer might be different. But I think broadly what I would offer would be a pay-as-you-go option, so like a 10-pass sort of thing, which when I say pay-as-you-go, I mean like you only pay for what you use, right? So you buy your 10-pass and if you come to class this week, you we click off your 10 pass and you've paid for a class. If you don't come to class this week, well, we don't charge you, right? So you've, I mean, you've, you've, we've charged you already, but we don't use up a credit on your 10 pass. So it's it's a kind of a casual thing. And obviously there's an expiry on that and it might expire after 12 weeks or, you know, whatever period. I reckon 12 weeks is pretty good for a 10 pass, although you can make them longer uh, and it's probably easier to sell them with a slightly longer expiry on them, like six, uh, like, um, you know, uh, six months or 12 months, definitely no longer than 12 months. And so you have a 12 pa- you have a, like a 10 pass and that is your most expensive option per on a per class basis. So that might be say you know, $27 per class, like $270 for a 10 pass. And then you have a twice a week membership and the twice a week membership is a little bit cheaper than coming twice a week on the 10 pass, right? So the 10 pass is a bit more expensive because it's more flexible. And what you're paying for is the extra flexibility, right? So a little bit more money, you get to come when you want to come, not come when you don't want to come. And we don't charge you when you don't come, right? So what you're paying for is that extra flexibility. When you get the twice a week membership, you get a cheaper cost per class but the price is, the, the, the trade-off is, if you don't come, we still charge you, right? So if you only come once per week, we still charge you for twice per week. So if you're going to come, you know, once or fewer per week, you should buy a 10 pass because that's going to be better for you because you end up paying less in the end because you only pay when you use it, 
right? But if you're going to consistently be here twice a week, well, you should buy the twice a week membership because that will actually be cheaper for you on a per class basis. So, you know, if your 10 pass is $27 a class, $270 for a 10 pass, I would make the twice a week membership maybe $50 a week or maybe $49 a week because that's psychologically cheaper than 50, right? So you're saving like $5 a week, right? But here's the thing, dear listener, as you know, if you've run a studio or worked in a studio, when you have a twice per week membership, right, where you can come to a up to two classes per week, well, the average number of times people come on that is going to be fewer than two, right? Because like some weeks, they just will miss a class from time to time. They're sick, their kids are sick, whatever it might be, but they'll never do three, Right, so it's gonna. So people on a twice per week membership will come an average of like one point five times a week or something like that. Right, so they're paying you for twice a week, but they're only coming one point five times per week. Right, so they're only actually physically taking up the spot in the studio one point five times per week on average. So actually, your per session revenue is actually higher for those people than it is for the 10 pass people because they only pay you the $27 when they're physically in the room. So then you've got a twice per week membership and you've got a 10 pass. And when you present the prices to a client, you say, hey, you know, how often do you think you'll be coming? Right? And they say, oh, you know, I think I'll do like once a week. And you're like, okay, great. Well, in that case, I recommend you start with a 10 pass because that's going to work out cheapest for you, right? If at some point, you know, you want to increase to twice a week, we can switch you up to a membership. But right now, I think you'll be best off with the 10 pass because you only pay when you use it, right? And if you don't come one week, you don't use it. If you want to come twice in any week, you can, but you just pay extra that week. Whereas if they say, I want to come twice a week, you say, huh, well, I recommend you start with this twice a week membership because it's cheaper per class than the 10 pass, right? So you get tw two, two sessions a week and it's only $49, whereas the 10 pass would be $54 per week for that same number of sessions, $27 per session. And that way you're showing the person that you're actually selling them something that is more suited to their goals and their desires and their usage pattern, not trying to push something on them that's you know not a good fit. And then for those people that, you know, want a three times a week membership, you have a three times a week membership. And again, that would be very slightly cheaper than the twice a week membership. So if it's like $49 for a twice a week membership, that's $24.50 per session, right? Then you might make it like $23 per session for the thrice a week membership. So $69 a week for three, three times a week. But here's the thing, dear listener those three-time-a-week people aren't going to average three attendances per week over the year. They're going to average like, you know, 2.2 attendances per week, right? So even though the nominal per session price is cheaper than the twice-a-week membership or the uh, 10 pass, they will actually pay you more per actual session that they attend because they won't attend all three sessions, but they'll still pay you for three sessions every week. And thus you can, you know, increase that up to, you know, four per week, five per week, six per week with that same basic formula, okay, of reducing the price per session very slightly by like a dollar for each incremental increase in the number of classes per week, right? So then you have the four times per week would be, you know, $22 per class and the five times per week would be $21 per class and that, you know, 
so on and so forth, right? But I wouldn't present more than three options when somebody initially uh, walks into the studio and you know wants to talk about how to get started. I would generally just present you know two or three options, no no more than three, no fewer than two. All right, so that is how I would. Uh, operate and that's how I did operate my studio for several years and that is a way more profitable <laughs> model <laughs> than uh, than offering unlimited memberships uh, and the great thing is well, if people change their usage patterns you can prompt them to change their membership right so it's like oh Mary I know you've only been coming once per week but you're paying for this three times a week membership why don't we bump you down to a 10 pass right so you don't waste your money right? And why would you do that? Because now Mary's paying you less. Well, because what's going to happen if you don't do that is Mary's going to look at her credit card bill one day and go, what the heck? I'm paying for this three times a week freaking membership for the last six months. I've only been four times in six months. I'm going to cancel it, right? So you preemptively catch Mary and go, hey, Mary, look, you haven't been in more than once a week over the last month. So what I'm going to do is I recommend we actually take the last payment you gave us and turn that into a credit for a 10 pass because that'll give you more flexibility at the moment. It seems like that's what you need. What do you what do you say? Right? So we won't charge you. We don't want, I, don't, I don't want to keep charging you. You're not using your membership. So now you now Mary's got a flexible you know, option and she knows that you're on her side. Right? You're not just trying to gouge her for as much money as possible. You actually want her to get the value. right? And likewise, you can say to Mary in a different situation, hey, Mary, you're on your 10 pass, but I know you've been coming twice a week for the last four weeks. That's awesome. Let's switch you over to a membership because that'll actually save you money and it will cost you less to keep doing what you've been doing. Right? Again, Mary like sees that you have her interests at, at heart because you actually want to figure out a way for her to get the same service for less money, right? So you're helping her in both cases. All right. So that's how I would kind of upsell, downsell, or cross-sell in between those different memberships. And now for the question of what do you do if you've already got unlimited folk in your studio, right? If you've got some unlimited people in your studio, how do you get those people you know, onto a twice a week, thrice a week, five times a week, et cetera, membership. Well, uh, you've just got to bite the bullet. So firstly, I wouldn't make that change if I were you, dear listener, until capacity becomes an issue. So whilst you've got capacity, I wouldn't fire those people. But I would, if I were you, dear listener, stop selling unlimited memberships like right now. Just take it off the menu. Do not sell any more of them, right? Just like if you're in a hole, stop digging, right? Stop selling unlimited memberships. It's only going to make it worse. Start selling twice a week, thrice a week, etc. But for the people already on an unlimited membership, let them keep going, right? And I would say to them, hey, unlimited membership person, you know, love having you as a customer. We're not selling unlimited memberships anymore, you got in on the on the ground floor, right? Just so you know, here's our new prices. No action required on your part. We're not changing anything for you in the deal, but just like so you know, we don't offer unlimited memberships anymore. And then when you are starting to hit capacity and you're like, oh crap, all my classes are waitlisted, good problem to have. That's when you go to your unlimited folk and you say, hey folk, we're going to you know, stop offering this membership. Uh, so I'm going to give you like 30 days notice, you know, one billing cycle, essentially. 
Uh, and at, after 30 days notice, what I'm going to do is I'm going to automatically switch you over to this, whatever the equivalent price point is uh, for your, you know, twice a week, thrice a week, four times a week, et cetera, right? So I'm automatically going to switch you over to a thrice a week membership, right, at this price after, you know, 30 days or whatever your billing cycle is. And if you want to switch to a different membership, like a twice a week or a five times a week, whatever, come see me, we'll sort that out for you, right? And if you want to cancel, no problem. I mean, I'd love having you as a customer and I don't want you to cancel, but if you want to cancel, you know, here's how you can do that. So that way you give people notice, you give people choice, it's all transparent. And you also explain why, right? You say, hey, XYZ person, I'm sure you've noticed that the classes are filling up lately. Well, here's the thing. I'm actually still not making a profit, even though all my classes are full. And the reason is I've sold all these unlimited memberships and I simply cannot afford to sustain my business uh, offering unlimited memberships because it, the reality is my capacity to deliver service is not unlimited. It's a limited resource, but I've sold it as an unlimited <laughs> resource. So uh, there's my problem right there. And I apologize for uh, you know having to discontinue this membership, but that's a business reality for me. I'd love to cont continue to work with you and I'm going to uh, automatically click you over to a three times a week membership at this price on this date. If you want a different number of times per week at a different price, uh, or if you want to discontinue membership, let me know and I will sort that out for you. So that's what I would do for those people. Now, you probably will get a couple of those people cancelled because they're like, oh, hold on, I've been coming 10 times a week for $30 and now you want me to only come three times a week for $40 or $50 or $60 or whatever it is. Uh, that doesn't seem like a good deal. So you will have some of those people cancelled, but guess what? You'll have other people replace them who do want to pay $60 a week for three three classes, right? And all of a sudden, your classes will be just as full, but you'll be making way more money. So that's that's the, that's the end of the fairy tale. They lived happily, happily ever after. All right, a final point I just want to add in, and this was actually the question uh, from Danielle that uh, prompted this episode, is what do you do for people when they no-show, when they're on an unlimited membership, right? So if you have somebody who's got a 10 pass and they book a session, then they no-show for the session. Well, it's easy. You just keep their credit, right? But what do you do for somebody on a membership? And this applies to people with a twice a week or a three times a week or a five times a week, or um, but especially unlimited. Because if someone's on an unlimited membership uh, and they book a session and they no-show for the session or they cancel, you know, half an hour before the session or whatever, um, essentially they don't give someone else the opportunity to book into that session. So now you're teaching a session with an empty reformer or an empty mat in it uh, where you might have had like five people on the wait list, but none of them had time to actually join the session because that person either just no-showed or cancelled at the last minute. So how do you discourage that? Well, you know, you have a cancellation policy uh, and then you enforce it, but what policy can you do can you put in place when somebody's on unlimited membership? You can't you know, keep their credit because it's like, well, they can just book another class. So in principle, I could just book like 50 classes a week and then only show up to the ones <laughs> that were convenient for me. Uh, so, you know, how do you uh, prevent that kind of behavior? How do you disincentivize that kind of behavior? Well, the first thing is, you know, 
that's why I think you shouldn't have unlimited memberships. Another reason why I think you shouldn't have, shouldn't have unlimited memberships. Uh, but there are a couple of things that you can do. Now, I don't think you should charge someone extra. I don't think you should charge a no-show fee or a late cancel fee. Uh, and the reason I don't think that is because I've tried it and it makes people really mad. They get really upset uh, and you will just like lose masses of goodwill by trying to impose a cancel fee or late cancel fee or a no-show fee. Uh, so, you know, you if you want to like lose friends and turn your super fans into like haters, like <laughs> impose a no-show fee. Uh, but what you can do, which I've done with, you know, reasonable success, uh, and there's no perfect solution to this, is impose a uh, we had a two-strike and you're out policy where we suspended people's booking privileges for seven days. So here's how it went. Uh, if you no-showed or late cancelled to a class, uh, you uh, you got a warning and it was a lovingly but clearly and firmly worded email that said, hey, Mary, I saw you missed your class today. Um, you know, hope you're okay. Um, just so you know, we have a two strike policy link to the policy, uh, which means that if you miss two classes, if you no show or late cancel for two classes in any calendar month, we suspend your booking privileges for seven days. Just so you know. And then if Mary no-shows or cancel, late cancels within a second time within a calendar month, then you just go in and cancel all her bookings that she has into the future and put a flag in the system. Like we used to use Mind Body Online, my studio, where you could basically say, you know, this person is not allowed to book classes. And then you'd have to, we had to do that manually back in the day, you know, in, in Mary's profile and you'd email Mary and say, hey, Mary, you missed your second class. As per my previous email, we do have a two-strike policy, hence you've, your bookings have been cancelled and your booking privileges have been suspended. Now, you're still welcome in class. I want to see you here, but you can't book. You've lost your booking privileges for a week because you abused those privileges. Now, I wouldn't use that word like abused, <laughs> but I would say like, you know, you can, you know, I still want to see you in class. It's only your booking privileges that have been temporarily suspended because you no-showed twice in a month. So to come to class, you just have to show up and hope there's a space. And in seven days, your booking privileges will be reinstated and it's a clean slate. So that's what you do. And believe me, the first couple of times you do that, there will be, you know, people, irate customers at the front desk saying, blah, 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 it's not fair, not fair, not fair. And the line that you say back to them is, Mary, we have to have the same rule for everybody. Otherwise, it's not fair. And you just keep saying that. <laughs> you just keep saying that. That's the answer to whatever Mary says. Is like, Mary, I understand you're upset. And we have to have the same rule for everybody because otherwise it's not fair. That's all you say. <laughs> so there will be a couple of uncomfortable conversations. But pretty quickly, Mary will realize it's like, oh, they're not fucking around here. When they say two strikes and we'll cancel your booking privileges for a week, they mean it. And I don't want to have that happen again. So I'm going to think twice before I no show or late cancel next time. And pretty soon you'll find people will step into line with that. But you do have to show people that you're willing to enforce that policy. 
Uh, and it is, you know, back in the day, I don't know what the technology is like now, but back in the day in 2010 or whatever for us, it was a little bit of admin work, you know, to go into the person's profile, cancel their classes manually and, you know, untick their booking privileges for a week. And then you had to make a note to go back and reinstate their booking privileges in seven days. And you had to send the emails and la la la. So there was a little bit of a hassle there, but way less hassle than having like three places in your fully booked class empty <laughs> with five people on the wait list, but still only, you know, a three quarters full class because Mary and two of her friends didn't show up because why should they? Because it doesn't, there's no consequence. So that, my friends, is uh, the sum total of my thoughts on unlimited memberships. In summary, don't do them. If you currently do them, doing them, stop doing them right now. If you have clients on unlimited memberships, don't cancel the membership until capacity is an issue for you. Okay, When capacity becomes a limitation to your business, when you actually can't sign people up, who want to pay you a lot of money because you've got no spaces or when people who are paying you a lot of money start cancelling because they're like, I can't get into any classes because they're all fully booked. And you're like, oh yeah, they're fully booked with people paying me $3 a session. That is when you uh, discontinue those people on a, who are on an unlimited membership and you trans, uh, you, you know, you automatically transfer them over with one billing cycle worth of notice and the option to change it or cancel if they want to a twice a week, thrice a week, four times a week, etc. membership. All right. I hope that helps. Much love and I'll see you in the next one. After two exercise science degrees and over a decade and a half of reading research daily, I've condensed all the current science on rehab into a program called the Clinical Exercise Specialist Rehabilitation. Inside the program, I'll teach you to do three things. One, deeply understand how the body works. Two, confidently and expertly rehab literally any client. And three, get results for your clients. So ultimately, your clients tell their friends and you become known as the go-to expert in your area. This program is completely unlike any education you've done before, even if you've studied with us before, because of the way we've built the learning design. It's an online, flexible, skill-based learning program, which means you keep doing the skills under supervision until you're good at them. It's more of a mentorship model than a traditional course model. So rather than rushing through the content and having sort of one go at everything, you actually just practice live and we give you feedback and guidance and we dialogue and explore concepts together until you're highly skilled and confident. We just keep working the material until you get it. It's not rushed at all. It's not about ticking off the content. It's about engaging, practicing and applying it until you own it. This is a life-changing program, not some weekend certification. I've put my heart and soul into building this, and I can't wait to share it with you and help you discover your genius for anatomy and rehab. Now, because of the highly interactive nature of this program, we're only taking on 12 students worldwide. The program starts on March the 1st, and the first 12 qualified people to apply will be allowed to enroll. So if you're interested in learning more, click the link in the show notes and download the course guide or go to breathe-education.com and click on the clinical certification menu in our uh, link in the top menu. That's breathe-education.com and click on the clinical certification link in the top menu.